Hello and welcome to another episode of Never On Site. Hi, this is Joseph, and joining me as usual is Mayur. Hi, Mayur. Uh, this has been a great week for um, most of the teams that are, you know, eyeing for the top four, except for United, probably, uh, who did struggle um, really bad against Tottenham. So let's get into it and analyze what happened with United and also. Uh, all the matches that happened in this game week. Yeah, let's move into it. Yes, so let's start with the Liverpool game first of all. Liverpool started a really good game, 3-1. Uh, but they had a red card. Uh, did you see the red card, Hose? It was a very bad decision. I did, I did. Yeah, it was. It was the force. He didn't take into account the force in which it happened. Probably if, if it was a full-bladdered uh, tackle, then probably, yeah. But then he kind of framed his leg. Uh, that's it. So I was surprised that it was a red card. Uh, and I think it got overturned, right? Um, yes, like yes. Overturned. Michael will really be back. Um, yes. Yeah, the rematch ban was uh, withdrawn. So he'll be available for the next match also. Yes. yes. But in this game, Bournemouth really showed up, right? And we have seen now Liverpool struggling. So, we know Liverpool weren't the greatest in this game. Bournemouth, we know, uh, who showed up, pressed really well and created a lot of problems for Liverpool. Though, at the end, the quality Liverpool had, they were able to finish and get those points. But again, this is an indication where Liverpool is and without a CDM, what they are looking at. Endo, the latest recruit. Let's see how he fares out. There are a lot of good things about him, but in a Liverpool system where... Uh, he's the alone pivot. Let's see how that turns out and how much force yeah. and uh, pressure it is. Mm. Yeah, so uh, a thing to note in this match was the first um, goal that you know, that Liverpool conceded. It happened within the first two or three minutes. And Alexander Arnold was uh, moving in front of the defense, like the um, like how uh, the how you would see Cancelo moving into the midfield. And he was the pivot actually for uh, during that transition, and that's when um, you know this uh, Bournemouth got the ball off him because he had a bad touch in the middle of the uh, pitch, and it eventually led to Liverpool uh, conceding. So this is a Liverpool team which is transitioning. Klopp is getting um, giving uh, all his ideas a chance, um, giving the, those players a chance to prove in in his ideas, but it will take a a bit of time to you know settle down we have seen that up front they have a lot of quality uh ds has been exceptional from the start of the season and uh Sada, even though he actually missed the first attempt on the penalty he did score the rebound but um definitely uh liverpool have to be a bit more solid at the back uh it it, it doesn't mean that their back four are necessarily bad it means that um in in terms of uh, figuring out the system, both the players and the manager has a long way. They have a long way to go. And then the interesting match was the Wolves versus Brighton match. Did you watch the match? Yes. And as you mentioned, figuring the system, Brighton and Robert Deserby also mentioned that they will be trying some new systems. And we saw a fa FPL favorite, Pedro Poro, being dropped. And despite that, we saw what Brighton could do Ciao, against Pedro. the Wolves. Ciao, Pedro. Yeah. Ciao, Pedro. Jao Pedro, and we saw yeah, what, we Brighton, that what uh, yeah. Brighton could uh, show against a Wolves side who gave a tough competition to United last week. But 
this is the clear difference estupinian who has been very attacking apart from that march has added that goal scoring touch this season looks like he was very good in those finishings as well so yeah an interesting game brighton and newcastle at the moment look like the team who will be challenging for the top 4 apart from the traditional 3 to 4 sides at the moment those are the two teams and yeah that's it uh, let's go to your team's game host spurs versus united we have seen united struggle a lot now and spurs in this game it was a game of two halves if i would like to say that and spurs in the second half clearly were the dominant side and got the result so host what are your thoughts what is going wrong Uh, from from the eye test, you could see that United started really well. Uh, in terms of um, they were positive, uh, they pressed really well. Um, Tottenham couldn't uh, create much chances in the first half because United were really compact and uh, and the pressing was on point. But then uh, always the issue with United in the last two games have been once you receive the ball, once you uh, press high and get the ball, can you convert those chances? Which you, um, which you have worked really hard to get into that into that position eventually. But then United lack um, that cutting edge. They don't have that uh, finishing that is required right now in this league. Especially when Rashford is playing up top, he looks like a very frustrated figure. You saw him being substituted, and he threw, uh, I think, his shin pads down. Uh, so, so unless United bring in Holland or um, Marshall to lead the line. I fear for United in terms of um, Rashford being our best player. He, we are not exploiting his um, potential in that sense. So that's how the game started. But then Spurs really came into the game in the second half. You could see that the manager had tweaked his system a bit. You could see the di- distance between the centre backs and the full backs have increased, making it difficult for. Uh, the likes of Anthony and Garnacho to you know press uh, effectively and uh, in the second half is when we saw a lot of Madison you know he him uh, deeping drop uh, uh, dropping deep and um, and playing really well uh, when United pressed and both the goals I feel that um, they scored in the transition uh, when United were caught off guard. When they bypassed uh, United's first press, or when United lost the ball, so it it was very difficult to, to uh, you know see the uh, game in the second half because you could sense that uh, we never had any grip of the match uh, at that point. It was only going to be um, you know a goal by Spurs that would you know even spur on the match because it was it was very tight. It was very. Um, you know, not very interesting to watch um, as a United fan because I couldn't see United stitching any passes together, and also Garnacho on the left. I feel that he is giving away key position um, when he is in very good sports. You could see Rashford throwing uh, his arms up, asking what he was doing. Because um, if you see Rashford playing in that position, you you can see him using the best of um, Shaw. When he overlaps, he doesn't give away the ball cheaply. He will definitely get the better of the uh, pullback on that side. But then, Garnacho is struggling in that sense. So probably he's not ready to start for United yet. He is a better player coming off the bench and making that impact uh, when it is required. Um, 
so um, unless marshall or hoyland starts up top uh, united will have this issue and also um, another thing to note is that um, united are being led on to press opposition teams and once the first line of press is bypassed um, casemiro is being uh, outnumbered in midfield he has a lot of area to cover you can see his isolated uh, probably um, i have not seen casemiro look this bad ex- except for the uh, couple of sub appearances he made in the first uh, two three games he started for united uh, from the bench uh, he looked uh, really off then right now i see the exact same casemiro um either because he is uh, being played in a position where he is not getting support or because he is uh, not there physically yet in terms of um, his fitness is not up to the mark right now and i feel a lot of the united players are uh, are struggling a bit uh, physically once uh, you know other team starts running at them or you know uh, after the second half um united seems to dip a bit in both the games yes and i am just excited to watch actually anjay postonoglu's uh, spurs very exciting uh, few games and the way they played yes so uh, definitely a team to watch out for uh, let's move on to the next game big game week this week man city versus newcastle though there was just one goal it was a very good game the way newcastle have uh, started this season uh, is exactly where they ended the last season though this result wasn't in their favor but the way they pressed uh, and the way aston villa versus newcastle game turned out it was a similar game the only difference was the quality of players city had and the way they uh, came out of the press newcastle high press that was the whole difference and the way they used walker so yes city at the moment look like a different team even though there are few gaps here and there but foden is the one player and alvarez who has come into kevin de bruyne's uh, absence who has turned up and who turned up in this game uh, even though haland who was someone had few chances but again didn't get uh, as many goals as expected but there is a common uh, thing which city have been doing this season is playing a lot of long balls to haland and then he getting those balls and the runners on either sides going into the uh, spaces left behind so that is something we have seen and newcastle uh, wasn't aware about that but yes they pressed very well and again as mentioned before newcastle and brighton at the moment are the teams who look like uh, teams who will be challenging uh, apart from that host the villa game versus everton last time around newcastle scored five goals against villa but this time around villa who we knew had a good team scored four goals against everton so a highlight fixture this week and now let's talk about the upset of the week which was west ham versus chelsea host did you watch the game i didn't watch uh, some parts of the game um i thought uh, west ham were really good in terms of antonio leading the line being physical uh, capitalizing on the opportunity that they got um so it, it's a positive for um, uh, west ham after coming off a draw against bournemouth um antonio whenever he plays is uh, something different that um, you know west ham gets out of him um when he is um, you know in the form that he is in uh, in this match especially uh, other than that um, chelsea sterling looked good in the first half yes. um he was uh, very good he did uh, make a couple of runs he looked like the uh, old sterling which we used to see in 
city um, a few of the from that uh, yeah. few of the experts saying chelsea this was sterling's best performance in a chelsea shirt so i think um, uh, yeah that's it and so fernandes missing a penalty uh, was another talking point and we were all you know curious to see who is going to take the penalty for chelsea was it jackson was it um you know chilwell was it uh, inso fernandez but eventually he stepped up and uh, missed the uh, penalty and also james watrose was exceptional he he looked like he was born in that west ham uh, shirt like he was he, he had two assists in his debut um and uh, he looked exceptional chelsea um we all, we knew that chelsea needed some time to settle and with enkunku out uh they don't have the firepower required but um probably they will come into it in the uh, second half of the season i think chelsea will have a strong finish to the season and talking about the last game this week arsenal versus palace so again arsenal still looks like they're trying a few different things getting in uh, havertz in the squad is something they have really looked at and again similar to city arsenal also have been looking to play a lot of uh, long passes and havertz is the one who is receiving those passes just behind the striker so this is what something i guess is a starting point where uh, the top teams try to go for something other than just passing from the back apart from that directly going into the pitch and we have seen a lot of strikers who have been linked to arsenal uh, or who have been already in arsenal squad or the keeper situation itself david raya who has also joined arsenal is a good uh, uh, distributor of the ball so something again arsenal looking and trying a few different things it has not yet uh, got rolling in in the squad the squad is still trying to learn these new things and once it rolls in and everything they will be uh, again a team to beat and the i guess the title challengers in a way uh, apart from city so yes so this game palace again we have seen how good they have been uh, a few managers a few people said uh, Uh, Roy Hodgson might have lost it. Last season was just some kind of uh, lucky season to say that. But again, this season also they have started pretty decent and they have looked uh, good as well. Yes. So that's it. Premier League review for this week. Let's move on to the other leagues now. La Liga. Again, Jude Bellingham for Real Madrid scoring two goals and he has started this Madrid season very well and really impressed me. He has been their main goal scorer, main threat on the counters. even vinicius or rodrigo have not looked that dangerous but bellingham has carried the ball himself has found himself in good positions and has scored those important goals so 3-1 win for real madrid this week barcelona back on winning ways a tough game at uh, their new stadium they played uh, the opening half but in the second half when we saw a lot of changes and those runners and gundogan and pedri combining for their first goal which was a beautiful goal when you see the quality of both those two players and the link up it was so again barcelona getting their first win atletico madrid drawing the game against a strong betis side so again at the moment madrid has uh, all the points and look at the top but other teams like madrid and barcelona are still trying to get into the groove so let's see what happens in la liga let's move on to bundesliga uh, bundesliga bayern munich uh, and borussia dortmund uh, started off Uh, well and they have um, uh, looked good also um, 
Leipzig who did have a really good preseason. Uh, they lost to Leverkusen. Um, so nothing much to say about uh, the Bundesliga. It's just normal proceedings. Yes. So let's move on to League One. This week, Mbappe was integrated into this back into the squad. He scored the penalty. Dembele also came in. Uh, had a decent impact. But again, we could see probably if Mbappe and Dembele would have played the whole 90 minutes, they would have scored the second goal. But again, at the moment, Paris have not won a game this season in League One. So something to keep an eye on. Apart from that, their opponents still not doing the best uh, in the terms of getting those con uh, concrete wins and some points over PSG. But yes, at the moment, it's looking very competitive. And it will be interesting to see how Mbappe and Dembele now Two PC wingers uh, uh, come and join the squad, and how Luis Enrique uh, gets the team uh, rolling and uh, getting into the league. So let's move on to Syria A. Syria Juventus really impressed, uh, scoring three goals, um, and also Inter Lautaro Martinez scored uh, both the goals. Uh, Napoli Osman scored uh, two goals, and um, so all these. Three teams and in, and uh, AC Milan also started off well with Christian Pulisic scoring um, as well. So um, Roma dropped points against Salernitana. Uh, yeah, so right now I think Fiorentina is sitting on top with the other teams following. So now let's move on to FPL this week. It was not a good week after a decent week uh, game week one. This week was a bit shaky. You got 44 points. Uh, can you just explain what happened and what was your thinking and what was your transfer? All right. So I had a dilemma if I would bench Jao Pedro or uh, Bruno Fernandez or Martinelli. Three options that I had. Eventually, it didn't matter. I didn't have to, you know, <laughs> uh, think too hard about it. Uh, looking uh, from the height side, like you feel like you. I didn't have to, uh, you know, think a lot about it after the dismal game week where, you know, everyone um, were pretty disappointed because Watkins um, should have at least scored one. Uh, Saka should have got the penalty and taken it. Uh, Bruno Fernandes, um, actually, he got the best chance of the match, but he didn't convert it. So, and Jao Petro, he came off the bench in a Brighton 4-1 win. Uh, he should have also, if he started, he would have definitely scored. Uh, I think Chilwell was um, scored, I guess, and was given offside. Yes. Um, Gabriel, again, uh, didn't, um, start. Uh, didn't start. Yeah, so Estupini and Mitoma saved the day at least, or else it would have been uh, a bloodbath. Uh, so now the next question is uh, probably um, right now Jao Pedro, Watkins, and uh, Gabriel. Three uh, issues that uh, I'll have to address. Uh, but we'll come to that. Let's uh, hear your side of the story. So the same thing happened for me. I didn't have a lot of good subs, but again, the same uh, criminals. And this time around, we were lucky that Salah only got a uh, goal and he missed that penalty as well. So there was a minus two. Or else this would have been a bigger red arrow already. Uh, and Haaland uh, didn't contribute. So after the game, everyone thought, oh, Haaland was the right choice. But we saw what happened in the City Newcastle game. So yes. 
So now both of us have two free transfers hosts. And before that, going into our transfers, I just want to point out the fixture swing which is happening, which is for City and Chelsea. While Tottenham also have a decent run of fixtures. And on the other hand, now Brighton have a tough run of fixtures. So already we also have, you have three Brighton, I have two Brighton. So those are the few things which we should consider and the changes also which we would be making are considered and are around those uh, fixture swings itself. Yes. yes. Right. So City have um, Sheffield United away, Fulham home, West Ham United away, Nottingham Forest home and Wolves away. That is easily five good fixtures which we can target. Probably because we just have talent right now, we can think about a double up or even a triple up. Um, and probably the likes of Akanji, um, Oden or Alvarez uh, seems like a good uh, option. Um, probably because we have some underperforming talent in the bench. In the in our squad, in the form of Bruno Fernandez, Rashford, um, and uh, even um, even Martinelli, uh, eventually might give way to uh, Trossard. So we have some options where we can uh, bring in um, for Foden if we want Gabriel. We both have Gabriel. We can probably get in a um, City defender if you want, uh, and probably even Brentford. Uh, have a uh, couple of good fixtures, Everton home, Crystal Palace home, Bournemouth home. Uh, so these are good fixtures, especially at home, they are really, um, you know, ruthless. So a lot of people have Mbumbo and uh, Mitoma. Uh, that is also something to think about. And Chelsea uh, have uh, Luton home, Nottingham Forest home, Bournemouth away, Aston Villa home, Fulham away and Burnley. Uh, away, so that uh, that is like six fixtures that we can target. Probably a Jackson in, instead of a Watkins, who is kind of struggling, because you could see that as soon as he went off the uh, off the pitch uh, after your substitute around 60 or 76 minutes or something like that, they scored immediately because you could see that Watkins was uh, tired. He was uh, not confident to take on the defender. He got a penalty, but didn't um, take it um, so so those are the players that we can probably think about shipping out Watkins one of uh, Jao Pedro or Mitoma and uh, um, probably Rashford or Bruno Fernandez one of those and Gabriel so these are the four or five players that we can ship out and we have two free transfers probably um, I might not take out the United players ahead of a home fixture against Nottingham Forest um, probably will I'll bench Jao Pedro even though there are side rumors that he might start. Gabriel, uh, will he be on the bench again and give us heartbreak and one point? Uh, something to think about there again. Already he has lost uh, 0.1 uh, and Akanji has um, uh, risen by point. So that is point 0.2 uh, which we are missing out on. So what are your thoughts? Mayu? Yes, so similar thoughts around it as well. So this time around, the only difference is I am looking at Ederson as well because I have a lot of money in the bank and Pickford has been the strongest starter uh, this time around. And I don't want to play Turner. Again, I have seen Sheffield, but not Nottingham Forest, but not very sure on the Turner uh, point as well. So very tempted to go on the Ederson role. Again, we have seen 
there are a lot of city center backs so not sure who gets the minutes and some might miss out because uh, other leagues and champions league will be starting soon as well so that is something considering that's why ederson is one then the second third city spot is between alvarez and foden at the moment i am leaning more towards alvarez because foden has played really well is in form but bernardo silva is back in the uh, training so he could be a threat to the foden minutes so that is what and plus as you mentioned watkins thing as well so i would like to take out watkins and get double city attack and at the same time keep faith on the united picks because there is a nottingham forest game which can be taken uh, by united completely so that's why at the moment and brighton have their last third fixture third which is the good fixture so after that let's see if there are more things which can be done so uh, we can move for other prospects like mbomo or someone like that and uh, for the gabriel move at the moment i am not sure whether i want to take a minus 4 and do a gabriel to saliba or do i want to wait and jump onto the next uh, defender whoever we think will be a good defender throughout so that is the uh, transfer as of now and those if i take minus 4 then the three transfers and if i take uh, just the two free hits then it will be ederson and alvarez i guess so that is my thought process and this week easy captaincy shout goes haland straight away or do you want to uh, do you want to go for a, maybe a bruno fernandes or someone like that all right no 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 i think it's too risky because you could see that even in this tough fixture haland's um, overall ownership was 170% effective ownership was uh, 170% and uh, that is something you can't bet against what if he scores a hattrick um, even if bruno scores a hattrick the um, you know uh, even if you don't captain him it's all right because his ownership is less but and before uh, you, it, yeah. and before we move on uh, nicholas jackson you mentioned an option the only threat which i see nicholas jackson is we have seen there are a lot of rumors there might be a chelsea attacker who could be joining into the mix or maybe broya who is back in training as well so nicholas jackson is also someone i feel could miss out on some minutes so that is the only reason why i am more leaning towards alvarez but yes uh, a few days before nicholas jackson was a very good pick and foden was the other pick so yes that is what i am something looking into and that's why i am focusing on alvarez more than jackson right so uh, we'll just um, do a quick session where we'll um, talk about the three players that we think will do the best in this game week in the third game week who are probably must have for uh, this game week and who we punt on uh, getting at least a double digit haul so i'll go first i think uh, haland definitely followed by bruno fernandes i think united will turn up for this match and third i think martinelli um, i think he is due a goal and he might be uh, explosive at home against fulham for me i feel alvarez just like haland i feel alvarez has that potential this week against sheffield united then it can be madison against bournemouth we have seen bournemouth also can concede a few goals here and there and bournemouth uh, and and madison has been the center of every attack spurs has had so again that is someone you can go for if you want to take out maybe a united attacker and get in someone and the third pick is the brentford midfielder that is mbomo they have crystal palace again he has been in lot of 
his xgi is high he was the second most xgi this week among midfielders so again he has been phenomenal and he has been a bit lucky at times there are tap ins penalties but yes at the end of the day he is a penalty taker and this is what it uh, comes down to yes so mbomo is my third pick and uh, a fourth pick probably a chilwell against a luton town again expecting a high return from him we saw chilwell getting some goals and not being uh, allowed because of offsides and other things but yes that is something to keep an eye on yes so uh, if you haven't joined our league code the league code is mentioned and in the description box below as well you can join and come play with us now on to the last part uh, women's world cup uh, this past sunday spain won the women's world cup host did you saw the world cup yeah i did follow it um, in glimpses but i didn't watch the whole match um, but i heard that the final was a good match yes and england were the favorites at the start of the tournament not to forget and spain there are a lot of issues in the backroom staff and in the managing part as well even though considering that uh, they turned up there were a lot of uh, uh, ongoing things between the players and the management as well a lot of uh, players didn't show up to the tournament when they were called up and uh, again everything putting aside still coming and beating the favorites is something uh, which was very something to look at and a lot of barca femini players into the squad so i was happy at the end of the day a lot of good players who i have seen recently playing for barca femini coming here and winning uh, playing a major part and winning the most prestigious uh, cup they can in their country for their country so yes that was it a very interesting uh, uh, final as well uh, and yeah that's it so that's it for from us host this week so follow us on all our social media handles any last words host just enjoy the next game week hopefully everyone has a you know good game week ahead in terms of fpl um, don't do any um, unnecessary transfers don't panic if you are in a bad spot right now um, because at the end of the day being patient is the key uh, to winning fpl patient and being consistent in what your philosophy is just like arteta keep hold uh of the players that you want to keep hold of in for the future but then don't be afraid to take a little punt on someone like an alvarez if you want to yes so follow us on all our social media handles all the links are in description box below see you next week till then bye bye